Welcome to Tea Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Sunday afternoon to you here. Jason Kong with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, who's been in the Triangle for over 17 years as head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. That's great to hear. Great to hear. And uh, last week we talked about cavities, Dr. Mann, and now we're going to move on to a uh, sort of a similar subject, and that's fillings and basically uh, a filling or a crown. What should people do in that situation? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. That's the, uh, that's the question, yeah. right? Yeah, you know, it, it, cavity is uh, basically what we talked about last week, and a cavity puts a hole in the tooth, and so we got to fill the tooth. So that's where the, the term filling came in, and, and basically a filling is the way that we restore a damaged tooth from decay. Um, and we can also uh, put a filling in if someone fractured or, or chipped their tooth. Um, and sometimes t- teeth are malformed, and we will actually you know, place fillings to fill spaces and things like that. But it's basically a way that we can take out the decay um, and or filling, fill in an area that's chipped and seal it off so that that bacteria can't get deeper into the tooth. Because if bacteria gets deep into the tooth, it gets into the nerve, and of course the tooth becomes infected and we have to either do a root canal or we have to extract the tooth. Um, and so fillings are, are a great way of, A, filling in that space. The other good thing about the filling is it restores the tooth so that someone can chew on it. I'm sure you know people out there can relate to having a deep cavity and it's very hard to chew on that one tooth. Mm-hmm. Can't put sugar on it. Can't put uh, you know something cold. Um, if they break a tooth, it's very sensitive to hot and cold or every time they bite on it. A filling is a way to prevent that, you know, and, uh, you know, they've been around for quite some time and, uh, thank goodness, because, you know, if we didn't have them, um, that, you know, most people would end up losing teeth in their lifetime. Yeah. And that's a, that's a scary thing to deal with. And, uh, on the subject of fillings, are there different types of materials that are used when it comes to fillings? Yeah. So fillings in general, there are two types, um, uh, basically composite resin, which is a tooth-colored filling. And then, of course, not as used as much, but amalgams, which are mercury-based silver fillings. I haven't used, personally, amalgams um, in a long time, maybe a year after dental school. But, um, you know, composite resins are, are, are usually used um, predominantly. There are some uh, uh, some people that still use gold foil fillings, but um, gold is very expensive. And so um, they're not used as much anymore, and it's not really taught in dental school as much. But composite resins basically are, are, are the main thing that's, that's being used in dentistry for fillings to fill in simple holes in the teeth. Um, and that requires a bonding agent, of course, putting an agent on that allows us to bond those composite resins in, those two colored fillings. Um, but those are two of the, are the main ones that we see. And yeah. we've gone over kind of the difference between the two fillings, but um, what are the pros and cons to each? Yeah, good question. So composite resins, two colored, okay, um, and so they tend to, people tend to like them better cosmetically, mm-hmm. okay. Um, they actually bond to the actual tooth surface, okay, and um, it creates a great a better seal. Um, uh, amalgams, which are silver fillings. Um, they're not bonded to the tooth in general. We actually uh, kind of put it in as a putty, and it expands in all directions to seal it off. So it's not chemically bonded to the tooth. So if any part of an amalgam starts breaking down or, or, or a silver filling starts breaking down, um, then bacteria can leak through the whole uh, filling. Uh, 
not so much with composites. If you have one little area, it can be contained to that one little area. The other good thing about composites, if you have one little area that chips or breaks, um, the two color films, you can add just to that. You don't have to take out the whole filling. Mm -hmm. If an amalgam chips or breaks, you got to take out the whole whole filling. Um, the other the other thing about silver fillings, and many people have them because you know up until 10, 20 years ago, that's what we placed. But uh, they tend to, to cause fractures in the teeth over time. Mm. And the reason for that is the coefficient of thermal expansion for silver fillings is greater than the tooth structure. So when you drink something hot or cold or eat something hot or cold, that expansion uh, greater than the tooth and shrinkage greater than the tooth ends up causing microfractures in the teeth. So we tend to see more fractures in teeth that have large metal fillings than we do with composites. So um, there are studies that show that, in general, they both wear pretty good, but uh, plastic's a little bit softer, so we tend to see them wear greater, you know, so they tend to have to be replaced or added to a little bit more often than, than, the, than the amalgams. Okay, and how long are we talking that a filling will typically last? That's a good question. Um, that's a hard question, too, because um, I wish I could give an exact answer to that, but um, it depends on a, a number of things. Okay, first and foremost, the larger the filling, the less time you're going to get out of that filling. So we talked about in our last show, um, the quicker you can get in and get a cavity filled when, when, when it's detected, the greater the filling will last, okay, because we can be very conservative. But um, the deeper that decay goes and the bigger that, that filling is, both deeper and wider, the less, uh, less likely that it will last a long time. It also depends on um, how, how well a person takes care of their mouth. So if they're coming in with the with decay, don't think that um, because you get a filling in there that you can't get decay again. Um, you can get decay around a filling just like you could in the hard enamel that God made for us. So you can get decay around that. Um, and you know, remember, we chew very, very hard. We put about 176 pounds, 160, 176 pounds, depending on the individual, of pressure on our molars. So you can imagine just taking 176 pounds and pull it, putting it on your tooth. Yeah. So over time, those fillings are going to wear out, okay? And we can increase our risk for recurrent decay around them. So everybody's different depending on how hard they chew, what kind of foods they eat, and how large it is when it was initially placed. Good. That's good to know. Well, we'll continue our conversation on fillings, and we're going to move over to uh, to crowns in just a bit. So stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. If you're interested in setting up an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can do so by giving him a call in the office at 919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338. Or you can uh, visit him online at smileman. That's with two N's. Smileman.com. And you can also shoot us an email. We'll be happy to answer any questions you may have here on the program. You can do that by emailing Dr. Man at drman at smileman.com. That's D R M A N N at smileman.com. A quick break and back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, you're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. Jason Kong here with Dr. Mann. Thank you so much for listening on this fine Sunday afternoon. And Dr. Mann, we are talking all about uh, a filling or a crown. What should uh, what should people do if they've 
they're presented with that decision. And we've kind of gone over the differences between fillings and how those work and the different types of options you have with fillings. Well, let's move over to crowns. So what is a crown? Well, basically, a crown is a way to to give extra strength for the tooth. Um, so you know, time is the enemy for all teeth. You know, mm-hmm. and just like our joints, our bones are deteriorate, our teeth deteriorate over time, some more than others. Um, people that have a high decay rate that have fillings, they're going to tend to have more need for crowns, which basically is restoring the tooth back to give it more um, uh, stability uh, so that when we chew, we don't break our teeth. Yeah. Um, and crowns are usually placed over teeth that have very large fillings. Um, and teeth that uh, what we call are undermined. So if, if you see teeth that have these large metal fillings, amalgams that we, we talked about, that have fractures in them, it's better to be proactive and put a crown or an ole on the tooth than it is to put a filling. Um, a filling, we usually like to say, hey, if you go over one or two surfaces of the teeth um, or it is included with what we call a biting cusp, which is the pointed part of your t- tooth, the chances of you needing a crown are pretty great over time. But a crown is basically a cap that goes over the tooth that surrounds the whole tooth so that when you bite down, you're biting on the cap and not your tooth so that you won't fracture it. If a tooth fractures and it goes all the way down to the nerve and through the root, then, of course, there's no way to save the tooth. So in dentistry, when someone comes in for a checkup, we look for these fractures. And we point them out on our intro camera in my office. And we, we're proactive because there's many people I see that come in with fractured teeth that could have been prevented by placing what we call a crown or a cap. Um, and so uh, that time that we talked about deteriorates the fillings that were placed 20, 30 years ago. And people tend to get either recurrent decay or those fractures that we talked about. And they, they are in need of, of extra support. We always say, hey, it preserves the integrity and the long-term function of the tooth. And really what our goal is um, in, our, in, in our practice is help people save their natural teeth. You know, you, you don't realize until you lose one what you're missing. Um, you can get used to it, yes, but I always say, you know, losing a tooth is like a domino effect. You start losing teeth and you get used to it. And then you start chewing on teeth that weren't meant to chew on. You know, our front teeth were meant to cut our food, and our back teeth are meant to chew our food up. And so when we start losing to- teeth, we don't chew our food as effectively. And subconsciously, we tend to, tend to start going to unhealthy foods that, that you, know, are, you know, ultimately affect our, our overall health. Yeah, so. that's something that uh, you, you got to, as you said, be uh, aware of because um, the, the damage can be um, – catastrophic if you're not careful absolutely uh well how is the crown different from a filling let's let's go there so a filling is is really more conservative approach so if if we have small areas um of the tooth that have a cavity um we can remove that decay and we can place in the filling um once that uh cavity if it goes um you know undetected um, because the patient doesn't visit the dentist and it gets very large then the biting part of the tooth called the cusp, which is the pointed part of the tooth, um, doesn't have any support. Okay, so you can't go in and put a filling or the cusp will break off because the filling it's is plastic, mm-hmm. okay, and it's not strong enough. And even if you put the metal ones in there and it's very large, it'll tend to put pressure against that remaining cusp and break it off. 
So that um, is different from a crown, which is made of porcelain um, or gold or a combination of both um, that covers the whole tooth. So that's basically the difference. Um, one is a conservative approach and one is a, a more um, non-conservative approach but is needed to keep the teeth from breaking. All right. So we went over the different types of materials uh, used to do fillings. Are there different materials for crowns as well? Yeah, the most common we see is porcelain. Um, and uh, porcelain is, is very cosmetic, and most people want that. Um, it's, it's bonded to the tooth, just like uh, composite uh, tooth color fillings are. So it, it creates a great seal. Okay, um, Of course, the Cadillac of all um, is the gold. Um, but most people don't want it because they don't like it aesthetically. Um, now, there are some people that come in that want them. They want gold, and mm-hmm. we'd be happy to do it. The unfortunate thing about gold is it's very expensive. Um, you have to use a very, what we call, high noble metal, which makes it expensive. As we know, gold is, what, $1,300 an ounce right now. So it, it's, it's way more pricey. Um, but it is a very good al- uh, alternative to porcelain, especially in the back teeth, um, because it wears uh, very nicely. We don't see a lot of decay around it. Um, but again, most people don't want it. Um, we have a combination of something called a porcelain fused to gold, which means there's gold underneath and there's porcelain on top of that. That gives the porcelain a little more strength with that metal underneath, but we tend to not use that anymore because over the last 10 years, porcelains have evolved to be about as strong as porcelain fused to metals, um, some even stronger. So we tend to see um, those three are the most that we see used um, or really the only ones that are used today. Yeah, uh, that's interesting because uh, you, you would think that with the advances, I guess you said, is with the porcelain, that that's getting pretty close to the it is. Uh, the level there. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, we'll continue our conversation with Dr. Mann talking all about fillings versus crowns, and we'll do that right after this break. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. You can get a hold of him in the office at 919-462-9338. That's 919 462 9338 if you'd like to set up an appointment you can also go online to smileman.com that's smile m-a-n-n.com a quick break and back you're listening to teeth talk with dr charles ashley mann on news radio 680 wptf Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I want to remind you if you want to shoot us an email here for the program, we'd be happy to answer your question on the air. You can do that by emailing Dr. Mann, Dr. Mann, it's with two N's at smileman.com. Smileman with two N's as well. So Dr. Mann, D R M A N N, at smileman.com. Dot com And we're talking all about crowns versus fillings, Dr. Mann, and we've been on the subject of crowns, and uh, we, we also hear about onlays. So what's the difference between a crown and an onlay? That's a great question. Onlays um, are basically conservative crowns. You know, if, if a tooth, um, the, the pointed cusp that we talked about, if we have one or two cusps that are damaged but the rest of the tooth is good, we can do something called an onlay or some people call it an overlay. And what we do is we preserve that part of the tooth that's good, and then we actually place a more stronger substance like porcelain or gold and bond it to the remaining tooth structure. Um, And that's where an onlay or an overlay comes in, the name. Um, We tend in my office to do more onlays than crowns. I'm a firm believer if I can save tooth structure, 
if I can save enamel and it's good and strong, I can bond porcelain in um, to that existing tooth structure, and it's a better alternative than than a crown in my in, from from my clinical experience from longevity standpoint. Um, crowns and um, always last a long time. They can last a really really long time. Just like we talked about how long do fillings last, they can last a good long time depending on the person, um, you know, their, their diet, sugar intake. However, they do need to be replaced over time, you know. Um, they're ones that, that can break down depending on how hard someone chews. But uh, we tend to go with Onlays in our um, practice all because we have the, the CEREC technology, which we've talked about before. Um, we can deliver crowns and, and Onlays in one visit. Wow, that's great. Yeah, uh, yeah, most people would be interested in that. So tell me a little bit more about this CEREC technology. It's a CAD CAM technology, and I've been using it in my office for about 17 years. I was one of the first in the area um, to start using it. But um, when when someone comes in, um, usually their tooth is broken um, when they need a crown or an onlay, or they have fractures around big metal fillings. Um, the other uh, need for a crown is if a root canal is done on a back tooth, um, we automatically put a crown on it because it increases the risk that the tooth could break. So when they come in with these conditions, um, traditionally someone would say, okay, you need a crown. Um, So we're going to have to prep it for a crown. We're going to have to take one of those impressions that that goops down the back of your throat and almost chokes you, send it to a lab, and then a lab's going to make you a crown. And by the way, we're going to put a temporary on that tooth and wait until the lab finishes making that about three weeks later and get you back in for a second visit and deliver that crown. Wow. Okay. So you have to be numbed up twice. You have to deal with the impression, which is that goopy stuff that, that goes down the back of your throat. You have to deal with wearing a temporary for two to three weeks. And then you have to deal with getting numbed up again the, the next time you come in if the tooth's alive and doesn't have a root canal. With the CEREC technology, it's a CAD chem technology, we prepare the tooth for a crown, mostly onlays, but whether it's an onlay or a crown. And then we can actually digitally impress the tooth. So we take a digital image of the tooth, and then on that screen, we can design the crown uh, to the margins that and to the tooth structure that's left. And then we hit a button, and uh, the software actually just fabricates the crown right on the screen to fit the exact tooth, to fit the bite of the person. And then we hit a button, and it'll send it into to our milling unit, which... We put in porcelain blocks to match the tooth color of the person, and it mills the crown or the only out chair side within about 10 to 15 minutes um, after we hit that button, and then we permanently cement it into place all in a single visit. Usually, it takes about an hour and a half from start to finish when the person sits in the chair. Um, the good thing about this is the person gets their permanent restoration. They can start chewing like they want, um, and it, it, they don't have to worry about coming back. Um and it's a way more accurate um, impression. In fact, most impressions that we're sending to labs now, um, even if we take the old type of impression that you know almost chokes everybody, you know, when we take them, <laughs> um, they're using CAD CAM technology. They're actually taking a picture of that impression, inverting it, and then using the CAD CAM to make the wow. the crown. So most crowns that are being made are, are being made with CAD CAM, whether it's chair side. Um, the unfortunate thing is only about 10 or 15% of the dentists have the CAD CAM technology in their office. Um, I think there should be a lot more in my f- profession that, that, that invest in it because, A, it's saving the patient time. They don't have to come back for another visit. And it's keeping that tooth um, 
uh, healthier because they're not having to wear a temporary on the tooth. We can't permanently bond a temporary on because we've got to take it off again. So we can permanently bond this and seal that tooth off so that they don't have to walk around with an unsealed tooth. Yeah, that's surprising that, uh, as you said, that more dentists don't adopt that technology because mm-hmm. I, as, a, as a patient, that sounds wonderful to me compared to the alternative. It does, and it's, and it's less expensive for the patient. We charge less for wow. our, our CEREC technology than we do for ones that we have to send to the lab um, because it costs us less um, um, because we don't have to bring the patient back. Um, we don't have to pay the lab as you know lab fee. Of course, the CERAC itself, the machine itself, costs a lot. But um, uh, in all, we 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 tend to think it's a it's a good service for the patient that we provide in my office, and we offer it um, at a lower price. Not to say that crowns in general are not expensive, but they you know they're worth it. I always tell people you know a lot of people ask, hey, what's the what's what's the what's the price on a crown? They're very expensive. It is, however, remember. You're doing a lot of chewing on a tooth, you know, and uh, if you get a crown on the tooth that lasts you 20 to 30 years, you're definitely going to get your money's worth out of it. Yeah. What'd you say? 177 pounds of pressure on a on a bite? 177 pounds on those back teeth. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and, and again, what do, what do we like to do in our old age? We like to communicate and chew foods. We like to eat, mm-hmm. you know, when, when we get in our senior years. If you don't have back teeth, it makes it very hard to do so. So crowns are a way to keep those teeth healthy. Yeah, and that's great. And you also warned that you know by losing teeth, people tend to overcompensate with different different uh, teeth in their mouth that weren't designed to do the action that they're asking them to perform. That's right. And then they eventually need crowns. Right. You know. You know. We don't see a lot of crowns on the front teeth. We do, but we don't see a lot, and that's because they don't take the force that the back teeth. Our molars and our premolars take the most force, so we tend to see that those teeth have more crowns. But if you start losing back teeth and you can't chew your food, you're going to start wearing down and putting force on those front teeth, and they're going to have to have crowns too. Yeah. So. It's a situation you don't want to be in, and if you want to get ahead of the game, I suggest that you go visit Dr. Mann. He's got two offices in the area, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. You can uh, give the office a call at 919-462-9338. That's 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight, or online at smileman smile m a n n dot com. And Doctor Man, we're just about out of time for this week. But what's on tap for next week? Oh, exciting! I'm bringing in my hygienist uh, next next week. She's going to be talking about uh, her role as a hygienist and how she helps patients keep their their um, mouth healthy. Okay, so she's not going to be working on you here in the studio. I don't know. Then, right? You know, I hope not. You know, <laughs> we might we might break some OSHA violations if we did that. But um, but yeah, she's going to be in here and talking about her job and give the patients uh, you know what her goals are um, when she when she cleans patients' teeth and what 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 she does and how her profession helps people. So we're looking forward to her. her name's Erin, so she'll be here um, next week. Excellent. Looking forward to having Aaron in the studio. In the meantime, if you want to shoot Dr. Mann a question that you may have that you want answered on the show, you can do that by emailing him, Dr. Mann, D-R-M-A-N-N, at smileman.com. Dr. Mann at smileman.com. Any closing words, Dr. Mann? If anybody wants to learn further about the CEREC technology, go to smileman.com. We have uh, more information on it. And remember, your day will go the way the corners of your mouth turn. So turn them up.
Smile. That's right. On behalf of Dr. Charles Ashleyman, I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. We'll hope you'll do it again next week. This has been Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashleyman on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day.